Hi friends. Uh, today we're back in the garage. I don't know if I'll publish this or if I'll start a separate Anchor account so it's a separate feed or what, but as a rhetorical device, being able to being able to narrate and collect my thoughts is helpful. Um, you can hear the heater's on, but the heater goes into the house. Um, it's about seven degrees Celsius, or maybe 40, 45 Fahrenheit, according to a thermometer. I mean, it's one of those thermometers where it like, doesn't have any power or anything. It's just a spring that coils and then coils based on the temperature. So I don't think it can really break. I, uh... There's... I have an electric heater here. And there's a power socket. But the two things are too far apart from each other. And there's an orange power cord going into the power socket, but that orange power cord leads off into the pile of things. So, so I'm not sure what to do. I think there's a white extension cord over here. Oh, there is. Okay. So I have a white extension cord. This doesn't have a ground. Oh, the, um, the, thankfully the power of the electric heater also doesn't have a ground. So that's cool. We can just not ground our electronics. I'm sure that's safe. I say that sarcastically as if I know what grounding electronics really does. I just know that computers have a ground wrong, and I know that not everything has a ground wrong. So let's see. All right, we got our white extension cable plugged in. We got our electric oil heater. Let's be careful here. Uh, I'm just gonna turn all the buttons to max because I don't exactly know how it works. Hey, thankfully we have a second box over here. Oh, the box is a manual inside. Let's see if we can get this manual. Ah, here we go. Ooh. Uh, read all instructions before use. Keep the product out of reach of children and pets. Uh, do not let bare skin. Always unplug the heater when not in use. Not use the prop. Blah 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 blah. blah. Where, well, what do these dials mean? There's, so there's a dial. There's a dial that's just like a range, like a volume knob. It goes from min to max, of course. And then there's a second dial that's in um, settings, uh, like like in chunky chunky sections. The zero, one, two, and three in Roman numerals of all things. 
Uh, Alright, this is how to assemble it after you open the package. There's also, okay, so main control knob, thermostat control knob, power indicator. At the end of it, it goes into the Spanish description. Maybe I accidentally skipped a page. Operating instructions. Uh, warning, do not operate the product until fully assembled, including casters. Place the product on a flat, level, stable, heat-resistant surface, and then uncoil the power cord, removing it completely from the cord storage spool. The power indicator will illuminate after plugged. This is true. Warning, operate the product in an upright position only. Turn the thermostat control knob clockwise to its maximum range. Okay, we've done that. Uh, main control knob, use this knob to set the heat setting. Low, medium, or high. When the desired ambient temperature is reached, slowly turn the thermostat knob back towards min until it clicks. The product will cycle on and off to maintain that setting. Hmm. Okay, so once it's warm enough, we're gonna turn the dial back toward until it clicks off. Um, I don't have I don't have my glasses and gloves. Uh, hold on, do, well, hold on. You guys stay there. I'll I'll be right back. Sorry, friends. I should have thought about that. Um, that was foolish of me. I mean, obviously I'm gonna need my goggles and, well, they're not goggles, they're, they're safety glasses. They are, what is it? They're, they're Z87 Plus. Joristech? I never know how to read a J. Does it make a sound like a Y? Does it make a sound like a Z, kind of? Does it make a sound like a G, kind of? You never know. Um, Alright, uh, so... I got some pallets. Like, like, like wooden pallets, like you use for shipping. Um, there's a whole bunch of them you can get for free. Uh, at a place within reasonable drive distance of my house. Uh, I also got a free... There was a board that's like... Or it's like a beam. And it was the wrong size compared to what the Home Depot sells. So they just marked it as a free thing. So I had them cut it in half and put it in the car too. And then... Um, I don't know. It's like... Four feet high... Maybe, maybe four and a half feet high. I don't know. So I got some, some free beams and some free pallet. The, the pallets are like 75% good. We'll have to disassemble them. But uh, we got home after sunset, so we didn't want to do too much outside in the cold. Um, I guess what I should do is... So the first thing is we want a place... We want to 
clear as much as much trash out of the garage as possible, I think. But we also huh. It's hard to pick what to start on. Um, the good stuff to keep, I've been sort of piling up to the window side, what we'll call the window side of the garage. And I could just keep getting things out of the giant garbage pile in the middle of the room and moving them into the, uh, the keep pile. I guess, I guess we need three piles. We need a pile of like, um, oh yeah, the, the Duraflame heater is really doing its job. It's warming up. If I stand exactly next to the Duraflame heater, the garage is no longer cold. Um, so, so we need three piles. There's the keep pile, the discard pile, and the examine pile. Um, the examine pile is not for me to examine. It's for other people in the family to examine. Um, some things I'm, uh, I've been authorized to directly discard of, such as cardboard, packing foam, and so forth. Some things they want to examine and check before they are discarded. Um, I want to put the examine pile in a, in a place that can be, hmm, there's not quite enough space. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to sweep some. If we, uh, uh, if we sweep up a little bit and some of the space near the heater is gonna be a little more usable. I mean, part of the problem is that it's uh, pretty chilly outside, and so I don't want to open the garage door for throwing things out. But also, there's kind of a little, there's still too much stuff in here. Like, even after several days of cleaning things out and putting up uh, shelves and so forth, there's just too much in here. So, uh,. There's a pile of trash and I don't see a dustpan. Let's try and find a dustpan. I think it's my pizza side. Ah, here it is. I got it, friends, don't worry. Don't worry, the dustpan is here. Now, where am I gonna put this? I guess I need to designate one of these cardboard boxes as being a trash cardboard box so that I can put trash in um, well, we're going to use the, we're actually going to use the old Duraflame box as a trash box. It looks, no, it doesn't look very well sealed on the bottom. How about this brown nondescript packing box? It's got a uh, cray paper inside of it. We can get that out. Actually... We're gonna use we're gonna use the box that I put the crepe paper in. Yeah, this is better. All right, so 
This is uh, Simply Gold Oval Hash Brown with Frozen Potatoes. I don't know where that's from. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing there's some sort of industrial food supplier. And that this was from a uh, store or something. We have these mini rugs. There's a, there's a spot where a bag um, of soil was uh, damaged. And so there's a whole bunch of soil to clean up. I got a wood planer from Home Depot. It's a very small one. They only had one size of uh, hand of non-electric wood planer available. And so it's kind of small, but also it was only $15. So uh, just if I need it, uh, I'm sure with all the crappy wood that we're getting, will want to use it at least a little bit. And if I don't end up using it, then $15 is not too much to have paid. Um, if I end up doing something more serious, I can order... I think I looked online and at Lowe's you could get more proper sized ones for like $20 to $40. Um, so we're going to... On there, there's a wooden hutch. We're gonna put these mini carpets up on the hutch. They're like, uh, these are like foot mats. Like you might put uh, just inside the door of like a, if there's like a kitchen that has a back door that goes out the house or something, or any place you go directly from outside to inside. These are sort of the tougher mats. You might kick your shoes on to get dirt and stuff off. And now we have a whole bunch of packing peanuts and soil. We're just gonna sweep some. Uh, how have you folks been? Last time I listened to, um, oh wait, last time I spoke to you. Um, so it wasn't last time here. Today, today at work, I listened to some podcasts. I listened to the um, Dev Game Club, I think it's called. They are talking about Final Fantasy IX. Um, they, they, had, they were both people that had mostly not played JRPGs before. They had worked on, they'd played lots and lots of Western RPGs. They had like actually worked at LucasArts, I think it said. Um, and it's just, it was bizarre, kind of, having people talk about, like, being used to video games, but not being used to JRPGs, and then kind trying to come to grips with the conventions of JRPGs. Like, to them, and particularly being game designers themselves, and having worked in creating video games. And then, they... Like, they were amazed and astounded that you would have all these different variations of all the assets doing all these things. So, like, you have the the town version of the characters, and they, they go around and they do this town game. And then there's this overworld version of the characters, and they go, like, that's completely separate art, completely separate engine. Everything is totally different about that. And then you have the uh the battle version 
where there's the battle engine that's doing this separate thing. And then the town ver the town has all these special scripted events that can that are occurring willy-nilly all the time. They were just kind of taken aback by that. They also, I mean, because um, a few of them had played, they'd played a little bit of JRPGs before. They'd played uh, Nino Kuni, which, um, Bill, you played Nino Kuni, right? Yeah, you've, you've played Nino Kuni, I think it was. Um, and that's a JRPG, but you know, it's different company, different uh, creation year, very, very different from Final Fantasy IX. In, in a lot of small ways where it doesn't necessarily prepare you for Final Fantasy IX. Um, and so, like, they didn't understand the Final Fantasy tropes of, like, oh, if, there is a, if there's a boss and the boss has the zombie status, then you're supposed to just throw a phoenix down at it and instantly win because phoenix down defeats zombies. They weren't familiar with that. Or like if there's a boss and the boss has reflect status, how do you defeat that? Well, you're supposed to cast reflect on yourself and then bounce the stuff off of your side into the enemy side, and then it will bypass the enemy's reflect because spells only bounce more. And, uh, you know, I've just... Like, I don't even remember when I learned those things. It must have been in high school or whenever when I when I played the Super Nintendo Final Fantasies on an emulator. But I just uh, it was it was kind of fun being able to take a step into the perspective of someone that was learning this for the first time in a very analytical type way. Like you could watch a streamer do Final Fantasy IX, not having played Final Fantasies before. But that's that's really stretched out. You'd have to watch the streamer for 30, 40 hours of gameplay, and then occasionally you'd get little moments. So what I liked is that there was a podcast about it when everything was very condensed down and we could just reflect on the most interesting bits. That's uh, hopefully what a review-type podcast is going to give you is the interesting bits. Or maybe they talk about how everything was uninteresting. Um, so we've swept up all the floor crap. There was a bunch of dirt, a bunch of crushed packing peanuts, I think ant traps, some sort of little... They look like cigarettes, cigarette butts, but I know they're not because none of my family is a smoker. So there's some sort of cigarette butt imitator. Anyway, that's a trash over here. All right. Well, actually, we're going to put the trash over the other direction because over here, we're going to near the hutch. The hutch, it's it's. Y'all know what a hutch is. It's like a brown wood thing. It's like three feet high, five feet wide, two feet from the wall. It, um, it's very nice and ornate, and it was retrofitted, or perhaps, perhaps it was initially created like this, but I think it was a retrofit, so that there is a 
stereo system inside of this hutch. It doesn't hold fine china, it holds a stereo system. And some plugs come out of it and you put it in your house and then it looks nice. And then slide back a panel, there's a record player. Slide back a panel, this is where cassettes go. That sort of thing. It's really fancy, but um, it was for an era where people had all this physical media that they needed to play, which is not the era we live in so much now. It's not really, it's not really the game. Okay, so I'm gonna take some of these trash bags that um, that need to be examined. I'm going to put them on and around the hutch is my plan. And then um, it just gets them out of the trash pile so that the trash pile can be, so that we can move through the trash pile, sort out at least a little bit. There's a black trash bag I'm opening up. It's got one of those little red strap things on the top like you have. If we untie it inside, there is a, a, um, oh my gosh, what's the word? A sleeping bag. Like you have for, this is a camping sleeping bag. I guess that's definitely in the keep category, but that's okay because, um, you know, it's not in the, anything not in the trash pile can come out of the trash pile. So there's, there's that sleeping bag. Here's another sleeping bag that um, we could just put nearby. This, the first one is like um, army fatigues, brown green. The second one is like uh, naval ensign, dark blue. Um, I see another, it's an identical style trash bag, and it also looks lumpy in a cylindrical, floppy way. So let's have a look and see if this is another, um, see if this is another bag. Oh no, this is like a puff, like a comforter uh, that you'd put on top of a bed. So that's, it's very convenient that these are single items, because that means that I can just put them, uh, just set them in the in a pile, in a spot, and they can just be those big single items. If it's like a box of little things, then that becomes more complicated, because then whoever's looking through that stuff has to examine all the different things in the box. Um, I'm gonna put I'm not immediately seeing other things I need to sweep. I'm gonna put the dustpan back in the house. Okay. Um, there's two bikes here, and uh, these bikes have been inside for, I mean, I always say 10 years. I don't know that it was literally 10 years, but these bikes have been inside for a long time. They're dusty. They're probably serviceable. They were like, my aunt and uncle got them secondhand and then they gave them to us. So I guess they're third hand bikes. My brother and mother are not the riding a bike type of people. I have a bike elsewhere in the garage. 
my bike was um, outside during the summer and fall, so it's kind of like it's got dirt because it got rain dirt on it and stuff. But like, I just need to wash it off and maybe adjust the brakes or whatever. But these blue and red bikes, they probably need to go. But they're not. I mean, they're they're good enough that we could take them to some sort of bike donation place like a youth ranch salvation army type place not the salvation army yep i'm thinking of i'm thinking of the salvation yeah not the salvation army they're horrible and uh anti-trans and anti-gay and you just shouldn't give the salvation army any of your time or attention um there's an organization called the Youth Ranch. I don't know if the Youth Ranch is well-known. Like, it could just be a local thing. Uh, there's another one called uh, the Gold Mine, similar donation-y place. So, the problem is, where do I put the bikes before they're going to this donation location? And the bikes are kind of between me and the rest of what I need to get at. So I can't entirely evade this issue. I can slightly evade this issue by just putting the bikes elsewhere in the room. Um, but... Well, on top of the bikes, there's this bag. The bag is tied shut. It's another kitchen trash bag with a tie at the top. Let's have a look inside. Carefully, carefully untie it. Uh, here is I can't tell if it's a puff or if it is a sleeping bag but it's another uh, it's another fuzzy blankety type thing we're going to tie this bag back up and try and make it so that it's openable later and then we're going to set this oh, against the chimney. It's fine. We don't actually we don't use the the fireplace at all, so this chimney won't heat up and set the blanket on fire or anything. Um. So next, this that's the sort pile, and I've got another sort pile over there. Um. um, 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 um. We want to uh, friends. Sometimes you have the energy to get up and and start doing something, but you look at the task and it's just so complicated. You're not sure what to do. Uh, let me put the gloves back on. I took the gloves off so that I could open the bags more easily because of the little fine tying straps but it looks like there's no more bags directly in front of me and instead we've gotten to the portion where there's um foam i don't know what this is there's a giant it's like specially shaped foam like something was shipped in it like it helped hold a package in place while it was inside of a box um it's like two and a half or three feet across. Like you could 
you could put a small tire inside this thing. I don't know what it's for. It's definitely garbage. I'm not entirely sure where, I guess I'm gonna put it over here on this black shelf. Um. Oh. Okay, the shelving unit that I was putting stuff on has like a backside where there's like a cross brace, but unfortunately I didn't realize that when my brother and I placed it. So the, the backside is sort of facing out towards the room, which is not the best, but you know. All right, we're going to look inside here. We have uh, a cardboard box with more uh, packing foam units inside of it and then some plastic, a plastic bag. I don't, I'm thinking that we're gonna want to bag up some of this and there's a roll. Yeah, here's a roll of trash bags. Um, we're going to Yeah. Oof. Gotta take off the gloves to open up the trash bags. Because of the uh, slippery, slippery nature of these closed up bag plastic monsters. Okay. You know, this heater is actually doing a remarkably good job. Um, I, I mean, I do have a, I do have a jacket on, but I'm mostly not noticing the temperature as being any sort of limiting factor on my actions because I'm inside of a closed garage. So the garage itself wasn't very cold to start and I'm within like two feet of a heater. Um, so that's good at least. So... This, I guess we'll put the trash bin right there. We'll put that bag right there. Um, so, uh, okay, we're gonna take this, take this cardboard box. No, we're gonna take this bigger cardboard box and we're gonna start putting littler cardboard boxes inside of it. We're gonna have a, gonna tear down some boxes and uh, get the cardboard packed up. And then when there is space to take out cardboard, then we can take out the cardboard. That's, that's the plan. This one says, mom and dad's treasure chest. It's uh, not speaking in pirate terms, but they did have some sort of, I, I don't know exactly what the treasure chest was. The thing is there were so many containers in their house that um, the treasure chest really could have referred to any of like 20 things or something. I'm sure if I asked my mom or her siblings, they would say, oh, of course I know what the treasure chest was. But somehow at the same time, I'm sure that if I asked them that, they would have no idea what the treasure chest was. You know how you can be sure of two opposing things at the same time, sometimes? Um, I don't know. I 
just don't know. So, one box down. Next box. Uh, on target trainer. Puppies very own go-to place for dogs of all ages. Speeds up house training. Pad design keeps dogs centered on pad. Protects floors and carpet. It's it's just a plastic sheet. Like it's a plastic plate with some little walls so that the dog feels like there's like an alcove. Um, which is like fine or whatever, I guess. I don't know uh, how much this ever was used. I don't remember it ever being used in our house. Um, it's a very dusty box, but there's thankfully a blanket on the ground that I'm standing on, and I don't know, this blanket was probably supposed to be on top of something. Um, oh, actually, this whole box is probably sufficiently collapsible as soon as I take out the bottom bit. I can just fold it right on over. Oh yeah, the contents is some plastic and a piece of paper that explains how to use it, which we don't need. And then we have a flattened thing of cardboard, which can go over here, I guess. One flattened thing of cardboard. We're making a little bit of progress. Um, here we have... This is the box that had all that packing paper in it. Um, well, the plastic can't be recycled. We'll put the plastic in the trash bag. Do we want to separate out the recycling from the non-recycling? I just don't know. We're going to take all this paper, we're going to put it in the trash. I know, I know, I'm destroying the planet. But after a certain point, I'm just sick of all this stuff being inside. Uh, well... The box itself is not the worst thing. I could throw something in here if I needed to, but uh, I don't think I need to. So I'm going to get, aha! I'm across the room from where the phone is sitting right now, but this is where the metal file is. You may recall the metal file has a large spike on the back. And we're using that spike to cut through the tape at the bottom of this box. spike on the back as a knife-like implement on many an occasion for cutting boxes, cutting tape, and the like. Um, or you can use keys or whatever, but I don't have any keys on me. This is a box for a coffee pot. I'm seeing a lot of innards. 
of packing, packing innards, just like foam and packing cardboard and stuff. Uh, oops, come on. All right, this bit of cardboard, I'm doing the cardboard recycler bit. And then, uh, I think this lets us collapse the box. piece of foam that I missed. My bad. Nice little foam square, I'm sure. I'm sure that's interesting. Could be put to use somewhere if we had unlimited time to reclaim resources. Um, so now we're getting to hands on the ground. What do we got? Rust-Oleum Painter's Touch Gloss. Ooh, odorless mineral spirits. Excellent for thinning oil-based paint, stain and varnish, cleans and prepares surfaces for painting. So this, ooh, ooh, the top of it is dusty as hell. This is a can of some sort of uh, highly refined solvent formula thins and stains well into oil-based paint, stain, and varnish. Okay, so this is of use if you're treating some wood, which I plan to eventually do. We'll put this over here on the shelf as something that could be of use later. And these other two, these are like spray paint cans, Rust-Oleum Painter's Touch Gloss Sun Yellow, Spa blue. So these are yellow and blue. Ideal for indoor, outdoor, wood, metal, wicker, and more. All right. So we got some spray paints. They feel sufficiently full. We'll put them in the useful for construction zone. They came in a Home Depot bag. Um, that can go in the trash. Um, we're making some progress. We have a, um, plastic case. Oh, did I lock it? Aha! No. Aha! Inside is rust and old leaves. Well, we can throw this out. Um, I guess I'm gonna put it over on the shelf because it's like a voluminous thing that doesn't really go anywhere. This is an old pillow. It's covered in dirt and what looks like mouse poop. So we're gonna put that in the trash, in the trash box. And, uh, you know, I mean, we got enough pillows in the house. If we need more pillows, we can buy a pillow that isn't covered in rat food. This is a bag full of uh, cassette tapes and CDs. The contents of the bag are relatively dust and dirt free. So that's good. Just gonna put that right there. 
Um, oh, it looks like the looks like the whole rest of the box is musical content. Um, let's have a look. Yeah, it's another bag of CDs, CD holders, VHSs. So we're going to move the heater yet further away from our collection of sort through stuff. And we're going to move this entire bag into the look at later zone. Um, oh, friends, I'm getting to the spot where I can see where the oil, the oil stains on the pavement used to be from like, you know, you park a car in the same spot all the time and oil stains because the, there's always little drips of oil coming out of the car. Um, so our cardboard recycling box can go away from the main pile. Our trash box can go away from the keep pile. Uh, um, there's just so many piles. I don't even know what to do with them all. All right. Um, let's see. There's a paper bag. Folded up paper bag and the instructions to the thingamabob. These can go in the recycle, in the, in the paper recycle zone. Okay. This gives us better access to the bikes, but also we can reach just beyond the bikes, grab some other things. There's some cello green air cushions. These appear to have a few pockets of air left in them, but they won't as soon as my iron spike has something to say. Um, and now we can throw these out. Oh, sorry about that heater, folks. I, uh, I don't control when it goes on and off except in the literal sense that I could go in and turn it off. But then the household would get quite cold. So I don't want to do that. Because though it is not bad out here while I'm walking around uh, with a jacket on and an electric heater. <coughs> oh, that's dusty. Um, I wouldn't want the house to be cold when I go back in. All right. Uh, uh, all right, we'll get another, we'll get the thing off the top. On, on top of stuff, we have a garbage bag. It says sleeping bag. It feels like there could be a sleeping bag in here. I'm going to trust that it's a sleeping bag and put it in the sleeping bag zone. Um, all these sleeping bags are kind of cool, and like I don't want to get rid of all the sleeping bags. They're still perfectly fine sleeping bags. Um, I just want things to be more sorted. Perhaps someday the sleeping bags could go on the wooden shelves. Uh, yeah. 
There's a spot where theoretically some sleeping bags might be able to go. That hmm. there's an animal head from an African animal. It was like stuffed and mounted. And it's like the closest thing to me, but it's also very delicate. And so I don't want to do any work around this animal head and risk damaging it. But like, I don't know where to move the animal head to so that it can be in a safe location and not be in danger. Cause like, it's a freaking, it's a, I don't know, it's like an antelope or a gazelle type thing. It's got two horns and big ears that go out to the side. And I'm sure if too much pressure goes onto any part of it, then it would be damaged. Right now, the ears and horns are, are poking slightly off of the shelf that the rest of the, uh, the neck and skull portion are resting on the weight upon. So it's just kind of sticking out off the shelf and in the way. Uh, I don't think there's a better place to put it out here. And I'm just thinking, I don't think that there's a better place to put it in the house, really. Maybe. Maybe. I just don't know. Um, I'm gonna ask my brother, actually. Because um, he has, he has a mind for the fragileness of things. The fragileness of things is the next hot indie. That's just an album. It's not a whole band. Just an album. Oh hey, what? So um, this animal head is kind of in the way, mm -hmm. and it's very delicate. Is there a place inside the house that we could move it to, or a place that looks like a good place to put in the garage, such that it wouldn't be damaged, but are also... Gonna, are you going to be interacting with that stuff soon? <sighs> Maybe not. Let's just I put it know. over there for a while. We can do that. Yeah, and careful that's on. you got to show me how to turn on shows Oh, yeah. Um. Do you need an extra? Okay. That's good? Yeah. All right, folks. The animal head has been put on top of our pile of gardening supplies, which is as good a place as any. William. If you open up programs, in the programs folder, there's, uh, it's like like the D drive programs folder. There's a folder called OTVDM. Inside that you want OTVDMW.exe. Double click it. And then it'll ask, like it'll ask you to pick another exe and it should open directly the folder that has castle one in it. Okay. Okay. Here we have a garbage bag. 
Courage bag has a thing on it that says Boise. It looks like, oh, Greyhound. So I think this bag was used during a Greyhound trip. It looks like some dress clothes. I guess they're my brother's dress clothes. My brother is the only one of us that took Greyhound buses. He used to take the Greyhound between uh, oh, oh dear. Uh, all around, he had a bunch of friends within a, like a three-state zone, and he would, uh, this bag itself is not in good condition. It's got some holes in it, and, um, so we're going to transfer the contents into a fresh bag, and then put it in the examine pile. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess I'm gonna, I mean, there's a lot of cleaning here, and then after I clean stuff, I want to try some basic carpentry and things. So, I mean, I'm still going to do the video games podcast. Don't get me wrong, still going to do the video games podcast. But I think that this is a long-term enough project so as to potentially be interesting to someone. And at the same time, it's very much not the video games that y'all signed up for. So I'll probably put it in like a separate feed or something. I don't know. Maybe I'll just put them on a Google Drive folder. I'm not sure that people need regular updates. It might just be interesting to have a log of it somewhere. I can just put a bunch of files in a public Google Drive folder. Here we got some old shoes, which shoes being what they are, I'm sure these are. The shoe itself is fine. I'm sure they no longer fit any of us. That's just, that's just the way of things. So now this old garbage bag full of holes can go in the bigger garbage bag that doesn't have any holes in it. Um, here we have a cooler that says Oscar by Coleman. Um, I believe. Cooler is perfectly good. Everything about this cooler is fine. Um, I'm gonna put it on the shelf where the animal head was because next to the animal head was a bunch of uh, uh, natural spring water gallons of water. Uh, and, you know, they can just be durable things over there. I mean, I guess if you drop a jug off the shelf, it could potentially like burst off the cap and go everywhere or something. That would be bad, but not life-threatening. Unfortunately, in some other parts of the household, we have some, uh, and by household, I mean garage. In some other parts of the garage, we have a whole bunch of hazardous waste. It's like light bulbs and batteries and stuff. 
A fluorescent light bulb. We've meaning to go to the hazardous waste thing forever. We just haven't gotten around to it. Um, so, that was a cardboard box full of packing peanuts. I actually got the packing peanuts, and I did not collapse the cardboard box. That was my mistake. Let's get to that now. Uh, here we go. That's nice. I like it. It all folds together super nice and clean. That's beautiful. Um, here's part of a box. It's already been like slightly destroyed. So we'll just give it a few more, few more bits of help and then put that in our torn up cardboard pile. This is the cardboard box. Nothing's inside of it. It's a 12 by 12 by five and a half priority mail United States Postal Service box. Large flat rate box. I think it's one of those boxes where like, if you fit it in the box, it's X dollars to ship or whatever. One of those sorts of things. I think that's what flat rate means. Um, the box is folded up and it's on the shelf. Uh, this is an Amazon box. Doesn't say the dimensions on the outside, but it's very thin. You could fit a D&D &D book or something in it, but that's about it. It's probably like two inches tall. That's um, like five meters in the metric system, I think, right? Two inches is about five meters, I think. I don't know the metric system that well, um, but one of you uh, other people, any other country folks can explain to me if I'm wrong or not, I'm sure. Ah, there's like a bunch of like packaged air, which again, we have to pop the little air pods with our metal file. This metal file is really a high quality tool. If you ever have a chance, you can pick up a metal file. One of the corners of this Amazon box, now that I look at it, is uh, wet in a way that I'm not entirely enthusiastic about. I think it's actually dry, just it was wet and then dried out and it was permanently discolored. That's not as bad. Alright, got that in the to-go for boxes zone. Uh, this box here has a Super Armatron. The batteries are dead. This is a Radio Shack toy. Um, there's two little control knobs and an energy level thing. And it was like a little game. You'd use the control knobs to like pick up a ball and move it across the table or whatever. And the energy level ticks down like a timer. And then if you ran out of energy, then you're like out that round or whatever. Um, 
Anyway, it made the most horrible noise when you actually used it because it's like the whole time. Um, because this was once my toy, I can declare it to go. I can declare it as not even to be examined, but simply to be disposed of. Ah, uh, whoa, got a deck of cards, bunch of books. I'm sure all of these books will never be read by any of the people living in this house as long as we live. And I'm sure that I will be told to keep them. It says, Tracy glasses? There's no glasses in here. I don't know. It's a box full of books. Ugh. This box full of books. Go against the hutch in our zone to be examined later. I'm running out of, I'm slightly running out of room for this heater. I think the fire code is that it's supposed to have an 18 inch clearance between it and any flammable objects. Uh, this is another box of weird books that are of zero value to be read, and that also won't be read, and that also won't be disposed of. Because, uh, oh, you know, there might have been a mild logic to the initial box stacking. The heavier box was in fact on the bottom to start. My bad. All right. We got that. Um, okay. Okay, okay. Albertson's bag. Inside the Albertson's bag is an inner bag. Inside the inner bag are some winter items. Uh, some gloves. Oh! Inner bag broke. An ear warmer and some gloves. These are of value. In fact, uh, a similar pair of gloves uh, I took in the house earlier today. This is like the smaller one that my mom had. I guess the bigger one was for, I don't know, my dad or something. A, big, a person bigger than my mom. The, there's an ear warmer. It says Farah on it. We can put this um, in the examination zone, I suppose. I mean, part of the reason there's all these clothes items out here is this is not really a good place to put them in the house, so. So inside this black trash bag, we have a basket, like a wicker basket, in the, so it's like for a potted plant, I guess, and inside of the basket, there's some other garbage. So we're gonna put the basket content back in the big bag. And then we're gonna throw, wrap this up, put this in our garbage bag. Here we have a brown box. Brown box is full of packing paper and packing air pouches.
This one only has three air pouches. Uh, let's see. The box does not say on the side what its dimensions are. Oh wait. Oh, it does, but you can't really read it. I think it's like 10 by 8 by 9. It's, um, it's got tape halfway over the legs. Alright, the box is collapsible, and the box has been collapsed. All right, so this potted plant bucket, I guess we're gonna flip it over and put it on top of the um, the sleeping bag pile. Makes a neat little mountain. The DuraHeat box is finally getting to be notably out of place the rest of the area it's sitting in is sort of keep and examine type stuff. And it is a destroy type of stuff. So we're gonna put it over here in our, it's too big to fit on the shelf where I've been putting the cardboard. So let's just sort of put it near the shelf where we've been putting the cardboard. Um, we got a, packing box with a um, bunch of junk. Let's see, this is Nautilus's bag. There's like a basket for like Easter decorations, which is I guess fine. I'm gonna pull it out of the box though. This is, um, box full of Tupperware. Yeah, this is like a set of Tupperware kitchen stuff. Um, I don't think we need this, but I'll get yelled at if we actually, if I actually throw it away before showing it to them and saying we don't need this and forcing them to admit that we don't need it. And if we ever did need Tupperware, we could buy it for $2 at whatever place we want to get Tupperware from. This is a flower jar. I don't know what these things inside of it are. There's a dial sharpener. What? Oh, this is an, a knife sharpener. Uh, well, that's neat. We'll put the knife sharpener in the tool section. Maybe throw it out later, maybe not, who's to say? The flower jar is dirty as hell, but like it has its structural integrity. So I kind of do want, it's made of plastic. I kind of do want a waterproof container. Um, I don't know what it's going to be useful for. I mean, I, I tell you constantly that my family is horrible pack rats, but I'm not immune to the siren song of packing a rat. And, um, let's see. Yeah, like I want to do some, I want to build some stuff. 
in the backyard and then maybe have a shed clubhouse type thing and uh oh boy this this box is so dirty i don't even want to collapse it i don't even want to touch it like the bottom half of it is covered in dead bugs and cobwebs so uh we're just gonna put it over here on the ground and it can be another trash bucket but that clears uh spots between that. Between me and the shelves. Uh, 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 let's see. Well, let's, let's have a look at the shelves that are at eye level first. This one appears to be full of a rug. Uh, I'm seeing a, this is a, like a blue crocheted rug underneath of it. There's, I guess it's bathroom supplies. And that's neat. I kind of, or maybe it's a blanket or a shower curtain or something. I don't know. I don't know what it's doing over here on the shelves. I didn't think, I thought that the stuff on the shelves was older from any, than any of the house cleanout situations that we had. Let's just sweep a few cobwebs off the shelves. The shelves themselves appear to be in good condition. The uh, wood hasn't warped too much weight. Everything appears to be solid. It's attached at both the ceiling and the floor. Um, it's not attached against the back wall, but it's like bolted into the ceiling and the floor. So it's pretty well sturdy in place. I'm not worried about the soundness of these shelves. Um, this box is full of kitchen stuff. Oh, oh, it's kind of heavy. I mean, it's not too heavy, but it's, whoa. It's the heaviest box we've had so far. Ah, probably 15, 20 pounds. More than I was expecting. This is a glass vase. Some spider webs inside. Uh, not entirely sure where I should put the glass face. Because again, I, I am, I'm conscious of the fact that it can be dangerous to be a piece of glass. This is a, it says transistor tape recorder. This is a box with like some string ties on the top that you use to open it. Let's, uh, let's have a look. This is in fact a transistor tape recorder. I'm sure that someone wants this. This is this is not a throw out because it was standard consumer electronics and is now junk. This is a relatively well-preserved 
old electronic thingy that I'm sure some sort of enthusiast absolutely wants. So we're going to put this, I guess it can be right here on top of the books, and we'll eventually donate it to wherever it is the donations go. Um, we got a broken speaker here. It's about two and a half feet tall, about maybe a foot and a half wide, foot deep. It's like a, if I didn't know better, I'd call it like a subwoofer size thing. Yeah, but I happen to know it's definitely a speaker, not a subwoofer. Got a little plastic watering can. Probably don't need this. I guess I'll put it in the look at pile. I don't want to move the speaker off of it because I know that it's going to be heavy. It's like the size of a coffee table. We have an authentic Springbok jigsaw puzzle, 500 pieces, over 500 pieces. This puzzle's 18 inches by 23 and a half inches. It's a very beautiful waterfall. Uh, Hallmark Cards Incorporated. Oh, it's got a poem on the back. <clears throat> My special place. There is a special place I know where trees grow tall and waters flow, and dreams are born beneath the azure sky. The air is crisp and clean and clear, and problems seem to disappear with fleecy clouds as they go drifting by. The pace is never hurried here. I shed all thoughts of worldly care where solitude and silence make their home. And going there, I always find a very special peace of mind and freedom for my fondest thoughts to roam. Yes, there's a special place I know where trees grow tall and waters flow, where I feel free to dream of what may be. And when I need some time alone for thoughts and feelings all my own, my special place waits there to welcome me. Well, that's nice. And it, there's like a slightest amount of dust on this box, but not really any cobwebs or anything. It says Woodland Cascade on one side. I don't know if we've seen that part. All right. There's also a copy of Monopoly, which looks very well preserved. The pieces are in little bags. I don't know how much cash there is. It looks like there's a very low amount of cash compared to what I might expect in the bank. But it's got the board, it's got the box. It's all pretty well preserved. Uh, we'll let that stay on top of the speaker. It's been there for years. It'll be fine. Uh, next, we have some sort of winter vest. A goose down vest. It's a bag with clothes in it. I think. I think this is all winter clothes stuff. Ah. Uh, the bag is tearing apart. I think this is for like skiing. It's like a heavy jacket. Um, I have to be careful. If I pile too much stuff on top of the hutch, then I might accidentally create a bit of a problem getting back inside. So I'm going to move y'all onto 
I know that if I pick up and put down the phone on a hard surface, then it makes sort of a, it, it shakes the microphone. So I've, I've been putting the phone on top of a blanket. So hopefully when I pick up and put down the phone, it's been a very soft experience. Uh, ooh, here's a leather jacket. XL. Can I put it on? Oh, I can put it on. I can put this leather jacket on over top of my winter coat, which is over top of an indoor coat, which is over top of a t-shirt. Got buttons. The buttons are on my right-hand side. I don't... I think that there's like a... The, Men's buttons on the left and women's buttons are on the right or the other way around or something. There's some sort of button difference, which indicates the gender of clothing, which is uh, strikes me as being about exactly as absurd as it sounds. There's an inner pocket. This is a nice leather jacket. So we'll just put this whole thing here on the hutch. Um, and lastly, we have pants, I guess. Anyway, that bag pretty much didn't survive. Or maybe it's another jacket. The bag they were all in did not really survive getting it off the shelf and looking inside of it. Alright. <clears throat> um, put that back there. So we'll just put that pillow thing right there. Um, we're getting to the region where it looks like a lot of these things have been here for an incredibly long time. I don't think that they're really associated with the um, when we when we unpacked other households into this garage so I'm not as concerned I mean eventually I'm gonna go through it all I see <clears throat> there's some boards over here that I happen to know are like particle board that have notches in them and then you can assemble the notches and the particle board and it makes like a bookshelf um, which is cool and like, I, I, I would certainly appreciate having a shelving unit that I could set up in here once there's more floor space to put a shelving unit. Here we have... Um, another large blanket. This is like a green gold. Like, it's like weird, shiny, metallic, reflective. It's kind of strange to look at. The bag it's in is again disintegrating. So we're going to take this off the shelf, transfer it into a good bag, and then put it in the pile to look at. Um, let's have a look here. Um, here we go. Maybe 
Maybe this should be one of the last things we do. I mean, I can always do more tomorrow, but the pile is getting a little too, the pile to look at is getting a little too big. Underneath the green, the green shimmery blanket, we have a white blanket. This blanket's actually kind of soft material that I think our dog likes, so maybe we'll put it somewhere that the dog can enjoy. using bag with that holes in it. Old bag and the big trash bag. Now let's see. Oh. There's a box that says it has an old oil-filled heater. And when I try to move the box, it appears that there is in fact an oil heater in it. Next to that, the thing full of power bars and all the electronic stuff. This is definitely a look at and dispose of situation. Uh, let's see, we've got a carpet cleaner, which is starting to get a little too much in the way. Ah, so we'll just put it over there. It's inconvenient, but what you gonna do? Alright. Oh hey, another vase. Oh, I can put the vases together, I guess. So we'll put this pillow on top of here. Grab the vase. Put it down with the other vase. We got our vases together. That's good, that's good. Um here we got a lamp. This lamp. It's got a broken mounting unit. Oh, so you like, uh, you can strap it to a table or whatever, because it just uses a little vise. Um, to hold it in place. There's no bulb in it, but, you know, caution to reduce the risk of fire, use a one, use 100 watt type A or smaller lamp. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna keep this lamp. This would be nice to have. Uh, let's see. That's neat. Hold on. Sorry guys, if this makes noise. All right. So this spring water says best by June 18, 16. I don't know that spring water goes bad, but it says, 
Best by May 0810. Okay, maybe we shouldn't be having this water. Best by May 10. June 0610. July 1110. All right, so this water is actually expired. I didn't think that water expired like that, but you know, I guess I've heard of weirder things. Uh, honestly, though, it's five gallons of water. Not a big deal to replace. Um, well, we didn't get far through the pile like I might have wanted. But for at night and not being able to, like, because the garage door is closed and stuff, we can't actually get anything out of the door, out of the garage. For that, not the worst. Uh, we're going to call it quits here. I haven't looked at the record time. Maybe it's crazy. One hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, it's longer than I thought. <sighs> um... I wonder if there's, I mean, I'm gonna, uh, we'll be back for cleaning more later. Have fun, folks. Be kind to each other.